Franz Ferdinand, Lucid Dreams, Island 106.9, W-I-I-S-Q-S. Good morning, I'm Gwen Falosa, and with you for It's Too Early, that's the name of the show. Broadcasting right off the Wall Street, beautiful downtown Key West, Florida. I'm super excited to have my guest this morning. She does an incredible amount of work to uh, promote the performing and visual arts in Monroe County throughout the entire Keys. She is executive director of the Florida Keys Council of the Arts. Liz Young, good morning. Good morning, Gwen. Thanks how, for having me. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm doing well. I mean, no complaints. Beautiful weather. Town is busy. Amazing weather. The arts are in recovery. Everybody's out and about. So I'm a happy girl. Everything Thanks. everything is good when it comes to the arts in the Keys. Now, tell us about Florida Keys Council of the Arts. It's been around for, for hours. What, what, what do y'all do? What are the What's the mission? Our mission is to enhance the quality of life for our residents and our visitors and to support our artists. Um, There are about 400 local arts agencies around the country. Florida has a statute that says we get to be the local arts agency. So uh, we're a nonprofit, but we are an advisory board to the Board of County Commissioners. So we do everything arts, just like you said, visual, performing, uh, literary arts, and of course, we support our many museums as well. And then we do lots of grant writing, and we mm-hmm. get grants, and we give grants to our artists and arts organizations. You, you all do to keep yeah, them humming. There's yeah. a lot of grants that you m- make available. We do. Uh, we do artists in schools, where uh, of course we're one of the lucky Florida co- counties that has art programming in all of our schools. Uh, both elementary and our high schools. So, you know, shout out to the district for supporting the arts. And then we give grants to teaching artists. So if they want to go in and enhance the curriculum and enhance the learning in math or science with an art project. So to help everybody learn, which is really exciting. We also do special project grants, uh, which can kind of be anything. It's supporting the creative process. We like those projects, of course, to be successful, but they don't have to be. It's about an artist trying something new or an art organization putting something out into the community. So we give some funding to that. And I think you and I talked about last time one of our big projects that we launched about three years ago around a national conversation of uh, cultural equity. Mm. Art Builds Community, which is a partnership with an arts organization and a civic organization to address a problem or a challenge. And those are bigger, pro- those are $10,000 projects. Nice, nice. Yeah. Now, uh, Key West, but throughout the Keys, um, the Keys are known for uh, so many artists and galleries and programs and uh, for all ages all all and and everyone i've been here a little while everyone people become artists when they live here like you can be whatever you want in the keys it's beautiful thing but um what do you think makes why is it why is there such a strong art scene in key west you know big art scene and throughout the keys what is it because of the programming and and people like yourself or is it just a natural uh inspiring place or talk about that please i think it's a Well, it's a great question, and I would say, in my humble opinion and what I've seen, is that it is really about being at the end of the road and reinventing Mm. yourself. And um, as we always say, there's a lot of retired CEOs and PhDs (laughs) all throughout the Keys and people who have been super successful in their life, and they find this sort of lifestyle of, you know, you don't have to drive a fancy car and you can live behind a little white picket fence and everybody's kind of living their life and getting out on the water. But when I ask visual artists, they say it's the light. 
and we have you know sort of like how artists used to go to the south of france there's that very brilliant light that is very appealing to people who are talented in the visual arts. Not me. Uh, I'm a theater person, mm-hmm. so I think you and I have talked about I worked in casting in, in film and television. So I think, to me, it's the people mm-hmm. that are just... they f- We feed off of each other. I mean, you know from your own comedy, there's that yes. sort of joy yes. de vivre, and every day is a new day, and the sun is shining, and we're pretty darn lucky. And, and people yeah. are very... I, I never thought I could do stand-up, and I get here, and there's like a, a, a community of people, and it just happened. And, but yeah. but I don't think it would have happened anywhere else but Key West. I, I think... I agree. Um, and people are so supportive. that I don't, I don't see a, a competitive thing going oh, on. No, I see it like, hey, you're doing a show. I'm going to come to your show. Yeah, and I think it sort of feeds off of like, we celebrate the sunset every day outside mm-hmm. at Mallory, and people do crafts or they make soap or they're really fine artists and they get to perform and uh you know to me it's a very happy place and it really is is. and even in the middle and upper keys i also think that the arts feed off of that history and the tennessee williams and the the people that have found um acceptance and love and and support like you say you know it's supportive it's a supportive community it is and just the past week you know i, I take it for granted and I, the studios at qs has amazing new exhibits mark Hedden, the photographer has <sighs> a new one up at the, the studios it's great yes it's it's all about stuff you'd see wildlife but things you see if you're out on your boat and um and then i did stand up and then the literary qs literary seminar Phenomenal. was amazing i got to go one good, day and good good it was uh, they it's exceptional. I mean, this, these are big players in the literary and my, world. And my God, that's 39 years. Oh, I know it's like next year is 40 years. And this year, Impromptu, which started in somebody's living room, literally, mm. uh, this is their 50th season. And wow. the waterfront, you know, I don't know, 75 years. And and uh, the Arts Council is about to, s- is celebrating, this is our 25th year. 25. So, I mean, in a way, we're babies compared to some of the other nonprofit arts organizations, but clearly uh, there was a real incentive. And, I mean, if you think about, I mean, I think about when I came here 34 years ago, there was no studios, no Tropic, no Fringe, you know, just a little bit more, maybe more galleries. Mm-hmm. But still, sunset happened every night and uh, you know, and and for instance, the Marathon Community Theater, a wonderful community theater, the Garden Club in Marathon, uh, Key Largo has great galleries and artists, and we just we're thriving, you know. And again, it's these little pockets of artists that find their space. I mean, Big Pine has a phenomenal artist community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, again, the outdoors, being collaborative, being supportive, lots of classes and. I mean, I don't even know how long Jim Salem has been teaching at Sugarloaf Lodge, but like, there's a dedicated crowd that paint with Jim every Thursday. That is so, that is great. Pretty cool. And the Florida Keys Council of the Arts always has a lot going on. It's a very <laughs> y'all are very busy, Liz. I don't know if we you are. knew this. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yes, crazy busy. Very busy. You've got a couple of uh, events coming up this month. What's going on on January twentieth in Marathon? Well, we, thanks for asking, we are going to have our annual meeting, which is required for a nonprofit, but we always like to make sort of a big deal of it and celebrate. We will be uh, outdoors at Crane Point, the beautiful hammock Mm. uh, garden center museum. We're going to go all the way out to the completely renovated Crane House, which sat kind of idle and in disrepair. And Charlotte Quinn, the executive director there, received a huge grant from the state 
and they've just finished a beautiful renovation and we'll be having a guest speaker. We'll do our annual meeting normal, present our annual report and talk about the great work we've done in the community and brag on ourselves a little bit. But then we will have, uh, I'll do a state of the arts little chat and then Leah Stockton, the Mm -hmm. ED of the United Way. uh, Her title of her talk is The Art of Making a Difference which I'm really excited about. I think um, in a lot of ways where people don't really know what an arts council does, I don't think a lot of people know mm-hmm. how valuable the work that the United Way of the Florida Keys and yes. Collier County yes. does. I mean, they're like behind the scenes working crazy small staff. And so we're going to put Leah out, out in the spotlight a little bit and have her talk about the work that they've done um, during all these trying times. And mm-hmm. she's also going to talk about a collaborative grant that we're doing together called Inspire and Involve. And it is about um, us, the Arts Council, supporting arts organizations by paying 80% of ticket prices to um, help our nonprofit arts organizations uh, expand their audiences in new and different ways. And United Way will be distributing those admission tickets mm-hmm. and theater tickets. Um, during January, February, and March of the art season. So we're going to build audiences both ways. New people getting an opportunity to get into the arts, and our arts organizations are going to get a little help in building their audiences. That sounds so great. Really January 20th, everyone. in uh, 4.30. 4.30. Check it out. Keysarts.com for more information on everything uh, about, about the nonprofit y'all run. Um, and then the 31st in Key Largo. Yes, yes. In January, we get to be up the keys a lot. Mm -hmm. The Connections Project, a mosaic of the keys, celebrating its 10th year, hardly imaginable. We hand out 400 free canvases, six by six, Key Largo to Key West, with not really any instruction except for make it beautiful, show, show the keys off. And we assemble it on these three huge boards, and we move it seven times. We'll be kicking off at the beautiful Baker's K Resort, so a nice... Um, private-public partnership. We're very excited, and everybody's invited, and we will display these new canvases for about two weeks at Baker's K, 5.30, the 31st of January. It's a Monday night, and then we'll move to uh, Tavernier, our place in Paradise, and then we move to Ocean Sotheby's, Marathon, Artists in Paradise, and Big Pine. Uh, We'll make a big splash at Royal Furniture in early April. Uh, Royal Furniture has been our wonderful uh, organization corporate support for all 10 years and then we land across the street at the gato building the home of our office mm-hmm. and it'll be in the government uh center the gato building for about two weeks and then we take it all apart and we mail randomly mail out the canvases to everybody who's made a 50 dollars contribution so oh my gosh a lot so of moving cool. parts but super fun and every year it just gets better and better so thanks to everybody who's already gotten a canvas and if you've not gotten one you've got three weeks to do it uh, keysarts.com right on our homepage there's a link that explains a little bit more of what I just said that is great that is great so so much going on but wanted to ask you um, mm-hmm. a little bit about casting you you th- your career was a uh, casting um, everything right casting TV, director ca- yeah casting mm-hmm. director I I'm fascinated by casting it it's kind of the backbone of everything it kind of starts there doesn't it it does it's a Again, a collaborative effort where it's not just the casting director, but knowing who's on the edge, you know, who's mm-hmm. a huge star or who's about to be a big star, and getting together with directors and producers of visualizing, you know, what does that role look like? 
and it's you know I did I started my career in TV in commercials working with a lot of kids so I'm sort of fascinated with that and then I worked for you know one of the most biggest uh, two people uh, John Lyons and Donna Isaacson and we worked out a 30 Rockefeller Center and nice. we were able to do Broadway and they were very involved with Manhattan Theater Club then which was in the 80s you know just really hitting the ground and huge uh, it's become such a big organization in Manhattan, but we also got to do a lot of NBC pilots. Nice. So these crazy, you know, TV shows that you're like, no one's ever going to love this, and then it becomes so amazing. And I mean, if you think about, I don't know, I'll say Friends. You mm-hmm. know, those actors created something that nobody else has created. It's, you know, it's and true. that with the writers and with that sort of time of the year, or if you think about some of the films now about. How people go crazy just, you know, who's going to be James Bond or who's going to be Batman mm-hmm. and the legacy. Or, I mean, I've just been watching all these incredible film clips of Sidney Poitier all weekend. Amazing. And you think to yourself, like, you know, like the impression that some actors leave on our industry. And being a casting director, sometimes you see it, you know, right at the you very beginning the, um, of it. And it's, um, and I, I, I love w- doing it. I would think when you're the casting director in New York City, everybody <laughs> loves you, Liz. I mean, yeah. You, yeah. everybody is like, hi, hi. You, yeah, you I have the power. Yeah. And um, and it t- tell me, I, I'm sure there's a, a million stories, but what, what is one of the <laughs> coolest experiences you had while, while casting? Well, I look back on it now, and I mean, I was a kid, you know, I was in my mid-20s, not really knowing much either, but... I do remember a very early lunch with Brian Cranston mm. when he uh, came to my office. I think it was for Gillette because we did Gillette razors and, and shaving cream and stuff like that. And I just remember him saying, I do not want to do commercials and soap operas. Like, I really want to act. And I think now about the kind of career that he has had. And you could you know, you can see when someone really has drive and commitment, and uh, I'm sure there's a lot of other people. I remember meeting Courtney Cox. What? She had just done um, the Bruce Springsteen Dancing mu- in da- the Dark. I yeah, remember. that video where he pulls her out of the audience, which of out. course she was cast for that. People think, mm-hmm. yeah. But <laughs> we put her in a, a Noxima commercial. Okay. And I remember we used to meet a lot of you know Ford and Elite models because I did CoverGirl and Noxima and we did um, uh, Pepsi and we you know had a lot of models and you know Courtney was one of those people who was just the camera loves her yes and she yes. could speak and you know and you'd be surprised how many beautiful actors men and women you know they're beautiful in person the camera loves them or they don't love them and. They can speak into the camera, and well, you know, doing stand-up, it's not as easy as no, it looks. No, it's it's hard, not. and I can't imagine that level of of being yeah. in, in yeah. the subject but, of attention. You know, being in your little studio here is reminds me of my casting days because I like it. it was not online. There was no Zoom. It was always in person. People were rushing to Madison Avenue into the advertising agencies, sitting around waiting, doing voiceovers. Did a lot of radio uh, voiceover commercials and it was always fascinating always met interesting people well i'm glad you're in our community um liz young executive director of florida keys council of the arts i hope you come back soon and we can i love having you and and thanks for everything you do for the community thank you um, happy early birthday thank you it's coming up have a great day liz talk soon bye-bye 
And thank you all for tuning in this morning to It's Too Early. We're not done yet. We're going to come back after this song, uh, look at headlines and a weather forecast. I think it's going to be super nice, but we'll see. We'll see. Let's play this song. I love Courtney Barnett. This is Before You Gotta Go. Stick around.